Much love. Just woke just up. Woke up. Just oh woke up. Just woke up. What are you talking about? Just Dude, woke I, up. He went on a bender yesterday. So I woke up like 30 minutes ago and I did <laughs> shit. So that's why it took me a little bit. <laughs> what? And it's the least believable story of all time. No, I literally, I was taking a nap. Mike, if you're, so when we, for next season, if you're going to get a professional mic, do you think me and you can get together and, like, maybe get Zach, like, a McDonald's mic just or just anything? Just anything other than what he's using right now. Anything, <laughs> anything above the 2006 in-the-box headphones from Apple. Hey, hey, it's 2016, relax. 2006, let's get it right. All right. I'll give him a, a little clap. All right. Uh... Welcome back. How I missed the clap. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> Welcome back. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to the podcast. To the podcast. To the podcast of ordinary gentle people. Ordinary gentle people. Ordinary gentle people. This is a pro Jake. Pro Jake. Pro Jake podcast. I could be wrong though, but that's just my opinion. I could be wrong. Uh, God damn it, Bianca just picked up another tight end. Clyde Edwards Hilaire is a bona fide starter. Harry, I'm gonna tell you this right now. Larry Fitzgerald has another year in him. Hitler, Satan, Chris, all the same to me. My name is Zach, and well, the Cowboys play football. Hashtag not my commissioner. I appreciate you guys. I appreciate you guys. I appreciate you guys. Welcome to the podcast of Ordinary Gentle People. Uh, welcome back. Uh, it's been a long time. Wonderful to talk to you guys again. Uh, it is March 26th, middle of the off season. And uh, now that I'm thinking about it right off the top of my head, we're going to have to do another one of these. Yeah. After the draft. This is very much the beginning of the off season. Yeah. Yeah. So we were, t- we were talking, we think this is technically, this is the first episode of the new season. This is season yeah, two. All- Podcast of Ordinary Gentle People season Yeah, all of this has to do with 2022-2023. None of this has any effect. Who would have thought we would make it this far? Not not me. (laughs) I mean, me and Mike, we never knew that this... We didn't didn't think we'd make it this far. Zach, to be honest with you, it's a miracle that you're still kicking over here. (laughs) Mike's also... I don't don't need that negativity right now. I'm here. I'm present. let's, Let's get after it. (laughs) <laughs> um Mike also made the commitment that he's also going to he's also going to get a professional mm-hmm. mic uh for the upcoming uh season. I might just get it right now um, honestly then, my bank account's looking kind of nice right now. And then uh me and uh me and Mike then committed that we will pay the $15 to get Zach a uh McDonald's headphone a headset. Uh Yeah, just send me the link I'm and looking I'll buy for it. it. I'll, I'll get it to you. <laughs> so we can move on from the in from the wired in fucking apple headphones are you using a uh, an adapter for those headphones are you using a dongle no you, not you all. still got nope. the, oh because you're on a computer okay let's say yeah there's no way you use those with the phone the, these days i mean these are the og like you got an yeah those yeah it's, it's not they predate yeah, the iphone no without the aux so i don't even know how old that is all right but i mean just uh, just get into the to the pot i mean and we're a little potatoes. we're gonna be a little bit rusty we gotta get in the meat and potatoes we got a lot to cover though which is good. We have a lot um, to yeah. We do got a talk lot. about. So just, I mean, just quickly, a couple life updates. Uh, I mean, I'll, I'll go first since mine All is you. the least All that's you. changed. Um, I'm still at school. 
by the time the season rolls around, I won't be. I graduate after this semester. Um, so, yeah, I'm just plugging and chugging, just making my way through. That brings up a question, um, actually. Mike and Zach, on that the brings hand. up. Uh, so, if you, so to not to like spill your plan to everybody or like the, the, the interwebs, right? But if you end up going into coaching and you end up getting to the NFL level at any level, right? Would technically, technically, would you not be able to, to put, to put in the buy-in and receive a prize based on this league's outcome? Yeah. Correct. So you'd have to, we're going to have to find a workaround there. (laughs) Technically. Yeah. I'm technically, I mean, if I'm with a college team next year, I might not even. Oh yeah, because NCAA. To... Would somebody? Yeah, that's a would good somebody question. else? I'd have to pass it off. Yeah, somebody else can bet on your performance, though. No, I don't. I don't think I can have my hands in in the pot at all. I, in the in the I league, I think I'd have to. I'd, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to give someone. A, I'm gonna have to have a backup person to take over. Dang, my, that's crazy. My, I didn't even thought that's about nuts. that. I mean, I'm still gonna be the figurehead. Yeah, yeah you'll I'll, be the manager when it comes yeah. to like. When it comes to like podcasts and stuff like that, I can still do that. Yeah, still stay um, up to we date. Might have to, we might have to push off the editing and all that onto someone else, but yeah, I didn't. I actually didn't think about that. Yeah, because I'm I wouldn't be allowed to uh, do anything involved with uh, gambling. Yeah, you'll just have to just sports. have to check what that looks like. But just random thought that came to mind. Um, let's see what's new with me. I am moving out of Boston. I literally tomorrow I'm moving all my stuff out, um, going back home for a little bit, figuring out what I'm going to do next. So I don't have like a lot of crazy updates from that perspective because I don't really have a plan. I mean, it's still the same job. Same job. When you say what you're doing next. Yeah. Like like where I'm going to go. Yeah. Where I'm going to go after this. Um, I mean, my job is fully remote so I can go anywhere. So trying to figure that out. Um, uh, there are a couple of different options that I'm mulling around, but, uh, yeah, I don't think anything too crazy. Just been working hard in the gym. And that's about it. How about you, Zach? Zach's got a lot of updates. Mm, not really, though. I'm still just working. You know, just saw you guys for your first time in like. Oh yeah, how did we not start years? off with that? Three years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm gonna say like you guys completely just you know. Oh, let's forget <laughs> about it. No, so I saw you guys first time like three years. So that was good. To, good to see you guys. But otherwise, no, I've been working and taking care pretty of much That's it. Yeah, taking care of the boy. You know. So to to update Zach and Mike, uh, blessed me with their presence uh, over the first weekend of March Madness, uh, as we are all 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 sports sports fans, sports betters. Um, the only time I pay attention to college basketball, and I, I'm hooked. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I've been watching the I've been watching the women's games. Zach's champion just lost um, to Houston. Yeah, yeah I don't, Sorry, I don't want to talk about. It. We can stop there. Yeah, I think you made We're it good. the farthest out of all of us, to be honest. I, th- I think I did, but still. Yeah, I lost out on like a hundred dollars though, because I had him making the final four, and they lost. You hate so. to see that. You hate to see. It. I went four for four last night, Zach. I went big. I got made go. like I I'm up like ten units from last night. I'm I'm it's electric, yeah, absolutely electric. So so Kyle's hooked in college basketball. Yeah, this, this is yeah. But this we're is not fun. doing a podcast in college basketball. So I'm gonna nip that in the butt right away. Um, no, 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 I'm not saying that. But I'm glad <laughs> no, you're. I'm know. glad you're you're entertained. By my it. my analysis of college basketball is like shoot a three and then scream and one after every 
after Horn everything. Three. Like that's 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 my yeah, in that. There we go. Um <laughs> Yeah, so to uh, to get right into it, uh so I t- I asked Chris. I uh, didn't really get a straight answer, but I'm just going to go ahead and fucking I'm I'm going to take take the lead on this. Zach, I'm going to formally extend a league invite to Mr. Zach Busher. Um I think you deserve it. I think You've put more work in than the majority of people. I mean, you've probably already outworked Joe, who won. So, I think it's I think it's about time that this year is the inaugural Zach Busher. Now, year. there is there is one stipulation. We have a standardized process that all members must go through, and you have to you have to take a test to prove your NFL knowledge. So that test is going to be coming soon. It's being it's being drafted right now, as far as Kyle and I know. I'm scared. From, I might fail. If you do, then you're out. Um, you have to get like a sixty percent, right? Isn't that or like? Yeah, Bianca passed. Um, so I, I'm confident. I'm confident in you, Zach. That's no dig at Bianca. That's just a compliment to you. That's saying you know how smart Bianca is, and I think you're even smarter. Good save. That that's gonna come <laughs> off as very sexy. Jesus. <laughs> that's not what I meant. I watch I watch women's the will women's tournament tournament and bet on them, not sarcastically. So I'm the farthest. So Zach, what is uh? Do you have like an idea of what your team name is gonna be? Or are you gonna wait until you draft your team? No, no. I like got the formal invite. I need to pass the uh, you know, the standardized test to go f- to go forward. I had to th- I had to brainstorm. So I don't give me like an hour, a week or two, and I could definitely come back to you on that. But since I'm formally invited. I am happy to be formally invited, but you so know. you're not formally accepting. No, I am accepting. I need to pass the test first. Okay, you just All said right. I need to take a test. Well, yeah, so good. That was that was the yet. first so part of the gonna... test. You passed. Good job. Yeah, <laughs> I'm proud of you. Oh, I passed. There we go. <laughs> that was Let's the first go. part. Oh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I need to. I need to brainstorm a little bit because it needs to be clever, but also needs to be, you know. Yeah, I, I, I want you to talk, or lean. I want you to talk to someone with your family too, and I know it's I know it's a big yeah. You big know, it's, it's gonna come down to the family decision. You know, see what they think. You know, always take everyone's thoughts in the process, and then we'll go from there. We're going Perfect. to the league. Perfect. We're going to the league. Um, and then I had written down brief March Madness recap. All of us are terrible. Actually, me and Mike won huge on Murray State and, and Zach, Memphis, Zach ended up pitching. Yeah. In. Murray State and Memphis. One. That was the highlight. Um, electric, that was absolutely electric. electric. Um, right after you guys left, I nosedived, <laughs> almost lost it all. I, I went like one for nine. Yeah, it was terrible. It, but I've rebounded. A lot of the a lot of the bets that I probably would have thought about making would have also tanked in that second round. Like the round of thirty two just was absolute chaos. Um, and then, but I'm glad that I was that I left while I was still up with that money from from when I had bet before. But I also, I don't think I left up 240. I think I left up less than that. Um, oh, I was up yeah, more than so that. Yeah, I, so I missed on a couple big bets after that. But What about you, Zach? How you been doing since? Uh, the only bet that I really hit on big was when the last day when I was with you guys was the St. Peter's money line. Yeah, I mean, if, if we're going to talk about one yeah, team, we should talk incredible. about St. Peter's. Yeah, I mean, I hit big on that. And then last weekend, no, not last weekend, a couple days ago, I hit, what game was it? The UNC, who did UNC, USC, was it UCLA. Miami? 
UCLA. No, UCLA. Yeah, I, I hit, I hit, I hit on their too. first basket. I put $5 on, like, I forget who player it was. I put first basket because I was, I was out watching it, and I won, like, 40 bucks off it. So, I mean, All right. But otherwise. You mm. taking the most obnoxious props. That's exact to a T. <laughs> right I took there. Houston spread a couple days ago. Hit. But yeah. I took spread today, and, well, they lost. Sorry so. about that. You know how that went. It's all right, dude. I mean, it happens. We're here you know. for you. Villanova's really good, though. I'm happy that no. I'm happy yeah. that Nova made it fall. Oh Nova's no! Hold on, hold on. I'm sorry, we can't, here. we can't say that. Chris, no, Chris. no absolutely not. Yeah, um, we, we don't, don't support. Yeah, <laughs> disavow, disavow. We don't support that school. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, but yeah, um, see, I knew I hated yeah, Villanova. Fuck Nova, I couldn't then. put a, I couldn't fuck put a reason Nova. to yeah. it, but I completely understand why I was. Why? I was yeah, St. Peter's is the most electric team in the country. Like they, they. Dude, they Peter's, have a $1.8 million basketball program. That's how much funding they have for their basketball program. Yes. They beat Purdue, who has $8 million, And they beat Kentucky, yep. who has $18 million. Insanity. It's going to like triple after this season. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, They're yeah. going to get a huge yeah. amount of donors and boosters and stuff. Oh, my God. Gonna be nuts. I was talking to Rachel about it because she always talks about within track and field that there's like – that people that's not a popular sport and my argument is always that it's a branding issue not so much a mm-hmm. sport issue it's that the sport does a bad job of bad job of branding itself and its athletes and i was telling her i was like dude who, what's the what's the white kid from st peter's name um doug eddard the dude's a bench yeah. Eddard, player, yeah and he's like the star of the show because he has an ugly mm-hmm. mustache like that's it that's all he has and all of a sudden, it's like the leader of this team. Like, if that's the simple as Brandon gets, like this dude just grew a mustache and is somehow like the face of March Madness. But it's also the fact that people he, watch he, a, ba- a lot of basketball. You know, like there isn't a, a as big of a crowd for track and field. Period. Yeah, but my point is that if even if you just to come to the front of like the, he, he's not the most talented mm-hmm. player, he's not the best. He's not even the best player on his team. He just has a mustache and looks funny. Like some like small shit mm-hmm. like that. Because my argument is I always want Rachel to fucking wear eye black. I think that'd be the dopest thing. I mean, I think we like have like the warrior mm-hmm. like football eye black. I think that'd be it would so definitely sick. get like it would definitely get attention from like example like barstool and like social media and things yeah, like that. Just like yeah. because the events are televised, right? It's just a matter of mm-hmm. who's watching them. So it it would naturally like attract more viewers if like there's this badass girl with eye black who's like setting records for pole vault and stuff like that but at mm-hmm. at the end of the day it's still like it's still fundamentally a different sport and like different popularity levels you know like it's hard to yeah. grow that much from yeah my point was that it's like he's become a face of yeah. march madness simply just because of something as small as like literally having a mustache yeah. and, and I, the fact and like, his it's mustache like a, and just, well, and no, just having like a decent smile yeah like, to prove my point remember when um in track and field there was a distance run or not a distance he played he, he ran long he ran like the distance mm-hmm. events um the dude the the dude with the uh must with the mustache and the mullet i don't remember he like went on pmt he was like, oh, like, I do remember because that because he just well, he was like going to the Olympics, right? When he, when he, yeah, yeah, but still. But the other thing, like, just because he, looked yeah, the funny. other thing too is that like, if St. Pete got blown out by Kentucky, right? Doug mm. wouldn't get any, like, we wouldn't have even mm. seen him. Like, it wasn't even like a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like maybe the fact that he had gotten in would have gotten like a couple posts on social media or something, but not like it wouldn't get the attention of Barstool, for example. The fact that they were the 15th seed in one of the yeah. biggest watched 
events and being March Madness, you know, and then they end up upsetting a but I'd argue, huge I'd, one. Uh, I'd argue seed. after after week one, they St. Peter's in the one yeah. story, right? It, it all it took was yeah. one year. Well, that's what happens when it, when there's a big story. upset, you know, like yeah, it, like you could take uh, like Drew Timmy for example, right? A lot of people know who who Timmy. Drew Timmy is now, but he has like that handlebar mm-hmm. mustache, but he doesn't get as much. Uh, like no one's posting about that as much as St. Pete's, and that's not the number one story because they're the ones that they're expected to win. You know, it's when there's something out yeah, of the norm that happens that's when everything crazy goes on. Timmy's post game speech was also yeah. a highlight of March Madness, in funny. my opinion. <laughs> we don't we don't care. You see that, Zach? They <laughs> said we don't um we don't we don't effing care. <laughs> Yeah. I said, let's not. Didn't he like shout his mom's like I know my mom's watcher or something? Let's not or be. Let's like not be a bunch of um, not not <laughs> strong guys. Like, <laughs> um, yeah. So that, that enough March Madness because we're already going to be running late. Um, so moving down the agenda, current state of the league. Uh, obviously, Joe won. Joe wants a spot on the pod. I, th- I feel like we have to give it. We have to. We have to let him come on and gloat. I feel can like we, we have to. We he he earned can it. Can we bring him on earned to it. talk about? I don't know if he's gonna listen to this episode this far. What about just? What if we just talk about like Italian food? Oh, dude, that'd be so good. We we only yeah, we only talk about Italian stuff during that. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be that'd be great. Maybe we yeah. just have a, a Joe Torty cooking show, a cooking yeah. episode where we just maybe here's an idea. What if we just have a normal podcast and in the background Joe Torty's like cooking a lasagna, <laughs> just like not even talking to us, just the background noises of him cooking mm-hmm. lasagna? <laughs> you just hear, "Oh fuck, oh shit!" <laughs> <laughs> All great ideas. Yeah, All we'll have ideas, to, but I feel like we owe him. We, owe him we do. We owe him. We owe him at least a little bit. We'll have to. We'll have to iron out like what that's going to be because I think there is something funny that we can do there. Uh, but we'll think about it. We'll figure it out. But congrats, yeah. Joe. Good um, job. And then, yep. yep, deserved. Congrats, and at least Joe. Chris didn't win. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's always, always find the yep. good things. Um, we're optimists here. I'm trying to think of anything um, else in the league, and, and then, then CJ. Obviously, CJ's out. Yeah. Like you can't, you can't not play half the season and expect a spot. No. Like I'm sorry. No, I'm. I'm sure he's a great guy. I, I right? know I'm he sure is. He's Absolutely. A, he's a, a family Absolutely. guy. He's. I, I was talking his Facebook the other day. He's, he's married. He has he's a house. Very much an ordinary you know? gentleman. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, but oh yeah. I'm sorry. Um, it's uh, but it's unacceptable behavior in the context yep. of the league for sure. There are there um, are consequences for idea. your actions. Yeah, and there's there's some people who want who want who want to be part mm-hmm. of the league, right, Zach? That's very correct. Thank you, thank you. A little late. That was that was the sorry. second test. You um, got like an eighty on that one. <laughs> you passed though. I was um, looking at the link you sent me, okay, Mike. That's gotcha. what I was doing. Um, so, and then lastly, on uh, just the current state of the league, plans for next season. Um, we obviously plan to have the podcast uh, for sure. Um, we'll find a way. If I can't actually produce it, I'm not sure what workload I'm going to be under at the time. If I can't produce it, I'll find someone to help me produce it. Um, but we'll make sure it gets done. I'm committed to doing season two. We already started season two, so we can't back yeah, out no. of it now. It's too late. <clears throat> season two of the podcast yeah. is committed. Um, we already, we already got the funding. We already, already took out the loan. So we have to, we have to yep, produce absolutely. this. Took it, taking out the loan being our Riverside FM subscription. <clears throat> yeah. Yep. 
uh, we're, we're upping our uh, budget for each episode from the $5 an episode last season to 10 to $15 an episode yeah, this season. a big jump. That's like triple. Big. That's If exactly. this were a company, um, but we it shows, would be, our stock price would be plummeting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, but it shows mm-hmm. we care. You know, the product is more important than Absolutely. the profit. Absolutely. Um, but all right, let's 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 start to get into it. I figure the easiest way to do this is to briefly go over who's still available. Um, and then we'll get into major signings and, and all okay. that hoopla. That Sound work? good to me. All right. So still currently available. Uh, Jadavian Clowney, number one. I heard those rumors that he's going to go back to to Cleveland. Him and Jarvis Landry. I heard that they're trying to re-sign them both, even though they just mm-hmm. cut them. Um, but yeah, I mean, any any thoughts on them? Jadavian Clowney, Cowboys sack. That's a pretty good uh, no, consolation just prize. No. Just no. Why? It's not, gonna, a, not gonna, it's not gonna happen. You guys. Every have every every big player that's on the market is linked to the Cowboys, and guess what? They're oh, they're all linked to the Cowboys oh. in your local media, Zach. I'm sorry to tell you that, that it's not the case for all. According of them. to Cowboys yeah. websites. Exactly, but exactly. there's someone else that's on this list that we'll get to that Zach really wants, and we'll ask him when that point comes. No, I I feel like that's very sarcastic. No, it's I... not. Look at the list. About halfway down, almost exactly halfway down. Yeah, if. Um. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I guess probably I don't like. I'm not. I don't know any, I, anything enough to like hypothesize where he go. I mean, it'd be Clowney? awesome to see him on like. Yeah, I mean, he's obviously gonna like if with this far back. He's gonna get what a one two year yeah. deal max, so I feel like he's probably just gonna. Go I think he's gonna go to the Chiefs at this I think point. He's gonna go to the Chiefs. I think they need him with that. With that, we'll. I'm sure we'll talk about like with the impact of all of this, you know, down the line. But mm. like the AFC West, you're gonna need all the help that you can on defense and offense. <laughs> like you're just gonna need mm. star power. And the Chiefs didn't have fantastic pass rushers last year either which ended up showing down the stretch when they couldn't get a lot of pressure on joe burrow in the afc championship so yeah melvin gordon is still on the on the free agency market he's probably he's only gonna be a one-year deal too but i wouldn't be surprised if he goes back to the kansas city melvin melvin Um, or wait i'm sorry who'd you say uh melvin Melvin ingram melvin ingram Ingram and jadavian Clowney on either sides of the defensive line would be a huge upgrade from what they were doing before so um yeah so and then next on the list i have OBJ. also linked to the browns everyone says he's what? i heard i, I heard, heard he wants to go wait. back to the browns and play with deshaun now that no baker's gone. i heard that he was going back I to the rams too. i heard wow, i, I heard uh hear uh well rams was like the the very beginning i'm sure he's still linked to the rams because obviously he played there and won a ring with them but um rams browns and I heard he, his odds are plus 500 to go to Patriots, but that's probably a long shot. That'd be shot. awesome. That'd be awesome. It'd I be love cool. that. But Mike, I never did receive that doc, to be honest. Oh, I will send it to you. Because I, I just thought I, thought I, over, I didn't click on it, but I... I have it here from like Kyle. For, I'll forward it right now. Um. Gotcha. Yeah, he would, he would obviously make a huge... I mean, that's our number one area of need. I feel like... Bill is just waiting for all of the wide receiver positions to fill up. And then he's just going to go to the last few free agents and be like, well, where else are you going to go? You know, <laughs> like, yeah, I think there's, this is a really good class too for uh, wide receivers. Uh, the 
what's his name? Uh, I think his name is Williams out of Alabama. Uh, a lot of mock drafts have us taking mm-hmm. him, um, which would be awesome. This, this it's a, it's a pretty hefty class, wide yeah. receiver class in general. Um, very weak in the quarterback position, but it's it's pretty it's pretty it's just pretty basic mm-hmm. and everything else. Um, so I think we're almost guaranteed that, and probably a couple. We're guaranteed a couple picks at DB. Uh, with JC leaving, Mark, Malcolm I was going to say we resigned Malcolm Butler. That's thing. crazy. So yep. funny. What? So funny. What a full circle moment. Um, but yeah, well, talking about that, uh, next one on the list is Stephon Gilmore, still a free agent. Um, Probably also going to get a one to two year deal. Like, he's getting older. Well, yeah, that he makes no sense to me. That's another guy that I think it wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me if. How long? Depending on how long he stays in the free agent market, if we find a way to get him back, because I, I, he went to he got traded. To the I don't Panthers know what his value is. Sign a long term deal. I don't know deal. what his value is at all. I mean, real like what he's going to yeah. get signed for. I mean, he's not going to get signed for the twenty million a no. year that JC it, got did signed. He hit but 30? I wouldn't be surprised if it's between ten and fifteen. He's thirty. I think he's older than thirty. He's thirty-two. He is thirty-one. Yeah, so I mean, probably uh, get like a one-year, like ten million dollars. I was gonna like, say not even a prove-it deal, but just like someone going all in no, on, like, on him, and then I think I think we what would, was I the, think we uh, would give him ten to fifteen. What was the Revis deal you guys did? Was it in like one year fifteen with like all these bonuses? All I remember is that we got a ring out of it. Right, that's that's all that matters. Yeah, I can't I can't relate. Um, yeah, but if we end up if we end up like. In a in, if like a completely um, what's the word for it? Like a my brain's not working. Um, hypothetical. There we go. Like complete hypothetical. If we end up having Malcolm Butler at one corner and then we have Stephon Gilmore, Stephon Gilmore back would, would be, be wild. Um, but yeah, I have no idea. I I can't really talk to him that much. I'm not really sure. Again, like. There's so many ways that that can go. Like there might be a team that's desperate enough, like the Panthers, to just have someone who's gonna put put people in seats, you know, where they would just sign them to a long term contract regardless. So you yeah. never know what's gonna happen with other organizations and what their plans are. Um so next on the list is the honey badger. I haven't I haven't seen any news about him at all. When this is the one I was referring to that Zach wants on the Cowboys. Is there is there rumors linking to him? Linking him to you no, guys? Or? They're not going to sign him because they already signed <laughs> their safeties that they wanted. Fair enough. No, I, I think mean, he I, he definitely goes like Tampa. I could see him going to Tampa. Because I mean, he wants to win a ring. I think like another ring. So Tampa's got a lot to worry about now, go- dude. They got a lot to like. They I, like. I feel like they just lost so much from all of that buying in on like the old veteran talent, and now it's like, okay, well, we have to figure something out for those big pieces that we're missing, especially on defense. You know. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to get too much into Bucks talk, so I want to save that to the yeah, end when Brady, we talk about yeah. uh, fucking yeah, that fun. old. Old piece of yeah. dirt. Um, but yeah, so I, I turn on my Ryan. Did did Kansas City pick? Um, <laughs> <laughs> did Kansas City pick up a replacement? They signed Justin Reed, didn't they? Or am I making that up? Yeah, they they signed Justin Reed. They yeah, still so have one uh, Kansas City. City is trying to yeah, figure out their cap like... situation so that they can re-sign uh, 
That that's a team that was linked to Gilmore, if I'm not mistaken. Who Kansas City? I can I can even. Yes, I think they were linked to him, but I don't know what the. Like I said, the price I think is a big thing yeah. with Gilmore, so I don't really know. I can see, um, like, him going to like Seattle. To like pair up with Jamal, Tyron, I mean, Tyron Matthew, P. Carroll is more of a cover three yeah. guy. So, um, yeah, but I can see, yeah, I can recreating see like the Legion like of Boom type of thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because they, they got to do something considering they got nothing at quarterback now. I was going to say, I don't think that they're going to do anything. I think that this is going to be a full punt. And I, I like, I hate to say it because I don't think Pete Carroll is that type of coach, but I think they realize that they're kind of screwed. Didn't they? Uh, like the only person they have right now is DK Metcalf. Tyler Lockett's gone too. He went to the. No, Lockett's is he? still there. I thought he went. Yeah, Lockett's there. So is it their their whole approach to this like rebuild is so Chris weird. Chris still there. They re-signed Rashawn Penny. Like they signed all yeah. these dudes. Will big Disley. Money, but, like, they paid Will compete. Disley like way too much money. They paid uh, was it who's the safety Quandre yep. Diggs or whatever? They paid him like top safety money. I'm like, dude, you're not going to be competing in the next two years, like. What are you showing all this money for? Unless they're unless they're planning yeah, on I don't, I, on like trading up for a quarterback or just like drafting a quarterback and having that be their plan because they don't. There's no other plan there right now. Yeah, it it doesn't really make sense. Who are the like, who are the other? Do we have any other free agent quarterbacks? Right now, Ryan Fitzpatrick, <laughs> probably yeah, number about, one. Oh, Andy Dalton. Well, I mean, they could get um, Cameron. They could get Baker. Mm-hmm. Dude, I think he's done. I don't think he's ever going to start. I think again. he'll start again, but I don't think that if he doesn't perform well when he starts again, he's done. Nah, yeah, I, don't, I think I think he I think he lost. I think he's think he's done. Um, we're moving on. Bobby Wagner. Uh, he just took a visit with someone. Um, Ravens. The Rams and, and the, the Rams. Ravens. He took yeah. a visit with. Ram, well. Ram, yeah, Rams. They, and he's Ravens. heavily tied. He signed to the Rams it, to both of them. If he signed the Rams, then hashtag NFL rigged. They're, that's just. That's. I just mean, not this fair. is just like unless they have to give up a bunch of but Jesus. I just don't know how the Rams have money. It's all gonna. I mean, it's all gonna level yeah. itself out. Yeah, it's so all weird. gonna level itself out. Yeah. At one. At some point, the Rams are gonna be shit for like fifteen years in a row, and it all will yeah. be well again. I mean, they. Yeah. I feel like that's. All, I feel like that's historically that's the Rams' approach is that they go all in and uh, shit for twenty years and then. Switch cities and then try switch again. cities. Yeah, so who knows? I mean, it's not like LA yeah. is a very sustainable football market, as we've learned. So, yeah, what a fun. I don't know that, why there's two teams Bowl, in LA. Like, that makes no sense. It, there shouldn't be a single team in LA. What, like watching all this, the Super Bowl media heading up to it. Literally, like, dude, I was I watched the uh, so obviously I'm a big Barstool fan, and then Nick uh, Nick Ter- yeah. Teriani or are you talking Ter- about Teriani when he's like uh, when he was um. Uh, interviewing people on, on the, the street yeah. after the after and they were the just Super like Bowl. yeah and not a single person who went to the Super Bowl knew a person on the team they were just like I just went it was mm-hmm. like it's a party it's like LA is the worst fucking place to ever have a sports event but there's ever. so much money there know. that it's just it they it draws the teams anyway because the the revenue for them it's like it's a, like a social outing it's just it's like a social a, outing that's yeah, all it's a it social is. event yeah. it has nothing to do with the teams it's just a so it's just something to do um it's which a big I think party is horrible they should never have a Super Bowl in LA again, and they're probably gonna have a ninety-five. And tell you what, that was the most, the uh, most like "quote unquote" superstars I ever seen at a Super Bowl in my life. Yeah, well, it's in LA, and like, like you said, it's it's a social event. Like it's nothing. It's not really like 
they treat it as a like a party. Not is really next year's Super Bowl in Miami? Where is it? I have no uh, idea. Is it in Vegas? Vegas? Yeah, so it's Vegas. Is Vegas, I think, or is it? Yeah, you're right. Boys, in Vegas, take a 100%. trip. <laughs> I do. I will not have the money to Vegas go in February. That, that would be, be dangerous. <laughs> yeah, that would um, be dangerous. Yeah, for Zach. All right, on account. to the next. The um, next two we can talk about together, yeah. I guess, too. Yeah, the last one is kind of just it is a joke, but uh, Julio Jones. Only reason I put him on is because I made a big fuss that he was better than Juju, um, which I still believe. My only thing is my only. I think Julio Jones should go to the Colts and meet up with Matt Ryan again. That would be awesome, but Ooh. I also think that he's a the perfect fit for a low end contract with the Patriots, like a prove it deal with the Patriots. Yeah, that's fair. He, he, I agree. He'd be a great. He'd be a perfect, like a prototypical mm-hmm. us contract. But I think that I, I genuinely think that the Colts are borderline Super Bowl team. I think they're a Super and Bowl team. I have, think I'll say they're bona fide Super Bowl team. I think that they're probably it, because of yeah. the division that they're in too. Like anyone who's not in the AFC West has less competition to to get to the playoffs. You know. So it's because you know that the or actually maybe not because there could be three teams from the AFC West that go to the that go to the playoffs depending on how the rest yeah. of the divisions play out. But um, I think that with like a top talent running back, fantastic offensive line yeah. which Matt Ryan has never had, um, a mm-hmm. great defense and a and a defense that's getting more experienced. Like they were young last year too. The, mm-hmm. the, they're going to be scary this year. Yeah, I mean, and they, they, they already, I would already argue that Michael Pittman Jr. is a bona fide number one. So just to, like, Julio doesn't have to be that you number play one. Play second guy. fiddle. Just take take people yeah, away exactly. from Michael Pittman and let them work, you know? So I, I, I think I think the Colts would be the best place for them to end up. For him, for yeah, him to end you, up, you, for sure. You swayed me on that, for sure. That would be, like, that would just be so gratifying to see as an NFL fan. I, I actually kind of forgot that Matt Ryan got traded to the Colts and now, like, look, thinking about, like, Julio Jones. Yeah, we'll, with we'll that talk offense, about the, it's just we'll like talk a about the Matt Ryan trade too, and in a little bit more depth, yeah, uh, coming up here. Um, but lastly, Antonio Brown is is he playing football this year? He said he said he wanted to play. Um, it, is there any chance? I can't envision him any team. I think he already got signed to the Foxy Lady, didn't moron. he? Moron. <laughs> <laughs> struck a big deal with them, yeah. man. They they needed they needed a bona fide number one stripper. I heard he signed oh, with Donda. Yeah. He's what? Yep. He signed with Donda. Yeah. Did you hear about that? Yeah, Donda started a team, so he started. He signed with them. Dude, what are, what, you know that's... what would not surprise me if no one signs him? He's one hundred percent a person who would go and play in like the USFL or like the Arena Football League or like the Canadian Football well, League. Didn't one of the coaches from that reach out to him and he like laughed? Yeah. In his no, face. that was uh, was it Antonio Brown? I it was Kaepernick. No, that, I think it was Antonio Brown. No. I think you're right. But it, it was right after video, he though, was... That he, he's still training. He's still he ready had, to go. He had a meeting with the Seahawks recently, too. But, I, like, obviously, yeah. if they didn't sign him by Dude, now... Yeah, honestly, the clip you released, I was watching it, like, a little bit more, like, in-depth with, like, my, like, coaching vision on. He has a very weird throwing motion. I, I need to, like, go back and, like, watch his old stuff to see, like, if it matches or if that's, like, a new development. But, um... I don't know. Like someone should just put him on the field for a preseason game and see what happens. Because if he performs, then you got a deal, and if he doesn't, then we can stop all this yeah. hoopla. 
Because I guarantee you it's going to be a storyline at some point. Yeah, this as year long again. as the, the problem is that this is such a bad topic to get into because there's so many ways that this could be taken, you know. But like, mm. let's say he won't sign for less than X amount of money per year. Say it's 10 million, 15 million, 20 million, whatever. You know, if yep. no team is going to spend that money on a chance that a 30 something year old quarterback is going to be good, you know? So he can essentially play the card of no one wants to sign me as long as he says, these are my conditions that I will sign on. Because I'm sure any team would take a million dollar flyer on him, play him in the preseason and see what happens. But if he's mm-hmm. not going to sign for a million dollars, no team's going to sign him. So it's like yeah. it, Cam Newton, when took that shot with the Patriots, ended up like going back to the Panthers. And now we know he's washed, you know? So it's like... Yeah. Another guy, I don't think, I don't think he's going to find a team I don't think he either. will either, but it's... It's rough because like he can just keep playing that card of no one wants to sign me, no one wants to sign me, no one wants to sign me because no one wants to sign you to a twenty million dollar deal. So yeah, unless I, I wish uh, the, the NF, I wish the NFL did like what the NBA did with like ten day contracts where you can sign a dude for like ten fifteen That'd days. That'd be electric. See if they're you like, can. yeah, you but can. you get like a isn't there a guaranteed salary when you sign like a vet minimum deal? Yeah, like, for like seven hundred and fifty million dollars, seven hundred fifty thousand dollars. Like it's not a lot. You can easily just sign someone and then release them quickly, but he just, he, I guess he just he refuses to take that minimum. I don't know. Um, all right, so moving on. Um, so now after that's that's who's still available. Let's get into some of the major signings uh, that happened um, so far in free agency. First one I've written down: Von Miller to Buffalo. In our newsroom, Von Miller is 32 years old. Ian Rappaport, he turns 33 in 12 days. No, 10 days. He just got how much money to go to Buffalo over how many years? Von Miller is getting a six-year deal for $120 million from the Buffalo Bills. Uh, 33 years old, uh, six years, $120 million, um, which I kind of looked into, and I – it's realistically just a four-year contract with voidable years, and it's backloaded. So it's like yeah, this is like the most obvious thing is like the Bills are in it to win it this year, next year, and then they're going to have to deal with some dumb decisions the years after. Still that. scary that he's in the AFC East, Which, man. It's it, the Bills going to be the Bills going to be yeah. Fucking good. There's dude the AFC this the league is so lopsided right now. The AFC is. Mm-hmm maybe four times, five times stronger than the NFC. I don't know why four is the first number that came out of my mouth. I was like, it's probably more than three, less than five. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, like the AFC is just scary with so much star power. And yeah, thank God for the jets, dude, because Miami's looking talented too. So it's like, we know we're not coming in last. (laughs) Yeah. The the times of us just being the only team who had an opportunity, like who had a chance. Um, yeah. are gone. Bills are real deal. Miami's on the way up. But think about um, it. This gives Max so much time to play against like real heavy top end competition in the years where it's like, well, we're not expected to win anyway. So let's just go out there and do the best we can and learn as much as we can. Um, yeah. So that's the, that's a, at least a good way of looking at it. Yeah. But just to think that at 37 years old, he's going to be making like $25 million yeah. a year. Um, it's just wild. I'm not sure how much of it's guaranteed, but that 
just it just seems wild. I know he's going to be getting he's going to be on that cap for five yep. years to come. Um, any any comments on that, Zach? I mean, good for him getting the bag. One thing. Uh, second, sure. I mean, if you watch he's the play, a lot of chickens, <laughs> which is going to make him even more I money. Mean, you know what the return obviously. on investment of those chickens are? <laughs> Ridiculous. I know. Uh, if you guys watched the Rams postseason run last year, he was pretty big for them in terms of disruption and just, you know, he played so well for them. I think people are looking at that as like that's a full season of Von Miller, but I don't know if you're going to get that. But if you get anything replicated to what he did in the playoffs for the playoffs for the Bills, then it's a good sign. Not to mention that. Yeah, I mean. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead, Uh, Mike. I was going to say, like, not to mention that the piece that the Bills need is that star power defense because from their perspective, it's our offense is firing on, on all cylinders. You know, the pieces that we lost on offense can be replaced. It, Cole Beasley, as an example, right? And we put up 30 some, we put they're, up 31 on the Chiefs and lost. So, like, they're yeah, spending they're, their money in the right Cole places Beasley. at least. <laughs> they replaced, yeah, who they signed? Like it's it, uh, Jameson, Jameson Crowder, Crowder, which I think that is a great, a great signing, signing yeah. yeah. Definitely, definitely better than Cole Beasley yep. for sure. And Ed Oliver is no Aaron Donald, but Ed Oliver still is good. still a top ten defensive tackle. In yeah, the, it's, in the, in you the know, league. like Mike was saying, like their offense can can score. Like no one can dispute that. But they just need they need to get a guy that you know once in a while can make a disruptive play and force a fumble or force an interception or something. And I Tom think Miller it's arguable that. that Kansas City got worse. Absolutely, this I, I, I'm gonna. I, I, that's not even a, that's not even arguable. That's, that's a hot fact. take. I'm I'm high on the Chargers train, by the way. I don't think that they can go to the Super Bowl, but I think they're going to win the AFC West. Hot take. Chiefs will be the bottom of the AFC West this year. Number four. Missed the playoffs. I I mean, that's a hot take. It's a hot take. I'm well aware, but... You know, you got to think there's a a lot of pieces missing. And it, yes, everyone in the division got everyone better. Everyone in the division got it, better. It, Oakland signed Chandler Jones, and or well, we'll get to this when we get there. We'll let's get into let's it, yeah. recap that at the end. But I want to bring that up. Yeah. But just for now, AFC West obviously best division. Well, in the the Chargers, NFC East by far the worst. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. The, we're not gonna. Yeah, that's <laughs> not the Chargers is a good. good the Chargers is a good yeah. segue. Um. So the next one is uh, J.C. Jackson to the Chargers. Uh, How about that AFC West, huh? Getting even better as the Chargers are reportedly going to sign J.C. Jackson, the top cornerback on the market, to a five-year deal that could be worth up to $82.5 million, $40 million of that reportedly guaranteed. Um, Obviously, hits a little little home for us because J.C. was Mm -hmm. our guy. in my opinion, way Absolutely. overpaid. I looked it up. Jalen Ramsey's making twenty million dollars a year, and J.C. Jackson, if he makes all of his bonuses, more. is getting paid per on average more than that. Which is, I don't care like how many interceptions you have. You are J.C. Jackson is nowhere close to Jalen Ramsey talent. Yeah, Fact. I mean, it's hard when when J.C. Jackson and his agent go to teams and bring up this is the number one guy in interception since 2019. It's hard to not get that money because you know that there are going to be other teams who are cash strapped or like the Jaguars need to overpay players in order to get them there. 
And for the Chargers, this is yeah. this is the point where they have a young quarterback at the end of his or yeah, on the back end of his rookie contract and they need to go they need to go all out. So yeah, if they weren't if they weren't in the championship window they're in, there's no way this deal would have been done. I, like they they strictly made this like it's funny to look at Brandon Staley uh what he did with Miami. I mean, not with Miami, mm-hmm. with LA with being their defensive coordinator and how he's like essentially just replicating it with um with the Chargers. Like we'll we'll get into it too, but that that Chargers defense is going to be with JC Jackson and the other moves they made, I I don't think like you said you were high on the Chargers train. I don't think there's a single human being on earth right now who's like the Chargers aren't going to be yeah. incredible. I I'd argue there's no I disagree with you that Kansas City is going to be the worst team in that division, but I will argue with you that I think the Chargers are going to be the best I, team in I that division. I think they are as well. I agree with that. And the reason why I say that Kansas we'll get to the other signings, but like every you know what? I take it back. Denver is going to be the worst, <laughs> but I see, <laughs> but I see the path of opportunities for yeah. Kansas City to end up being the worst in that division. You know, even if Patrick yeah. Mahomes is healthy all year, I still see a a, a outcome where that happens, which is cr- crazy yeah. scary. Yeah. Um, so, any? I mean, any any comments on JC? Um, I Zach? mean, well, you just made a good point, Kyle. Like. Brandon Staley trying to replicate the Rams' defense. Wait till they draft Jordan Davis from Georgia. Then that's full circle. Like, oh, there's our Aaron. Do- I mean, he's not Aaron Donald, yep. but that that's the replication of Aaron Donald. Like, put it, plug him in the middle of defense. Yeah, yeah, you're right. That yeah. defense is gonna be if they do do that, go through with that. That's gonna be nuts. I mean, we forgot that we. I don't think did we see Derwin James at all last year? No, he played. He just wasn't he talked about. That's the thing. Like that's that's kind of crazy. I know he he got injured early in the year, right? Yeah, he had a care. I think he had a care for Hammy. He had something, but he was still pretty productive. He just. I mean, he's still he's he's still real deal. Yeah, oh, 100 um, percent. When he's healthy, he's one of the best so, players. In, so in, that in, defensive in, backfield for the Chargers is going to be dude, their pretty their nice. entire defense is going to be insane. Uh, do, do we forget they got Cleo Mack and too, Joey Bosa? Or, yeah, we're going to get into that later. But okay. yeah, yeah, I um, say. yeah. Um, so moving on to we have Teron Armstead uh, to Miami. We're tracking breaking news out of the NFL where the Miami Dolphins have made a big splash in free agency. The Finns reportedly signing offensive tackle Teron Armstead to a five-year deal worth up to $87.5 million. I, 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 like, I, talk about a team that I think is going to be pretty good. Miami's going to be I think nasty. Miami is real deal. Miami's going to be Plus, if, Have you watched interviews of Mike McDaniel? Yeah, he's hilarious. He's, he's so like funny. He's like the I love him. And like I looked up I like was watching interviews on like like Greg Kittle and all the 49ers and how they talked about him. They were all talking like they would mm-hmm. die for the dude. They like they love him. So I I'm I think Miami's in a really yeah. good spot. It, they're they're in an awesome spot. I guess the question is is the X's and O's going to work out for Mike McDaniel? You know, they, this is his first shot at being a head coach, correct? So yeah, we'll see how that ends up going. Where the and he's, he is very young, but, but I that's think the that's new like thing. Yeah, like of, it's yeah. everyone wants the young hot shot, like like coach who's had success at other teams in lower level positions, uh, a lower level than head coach. That uh, uh, that being said, but um, but yeah, it's just like because you play in a division with Bill Belichick, you have to be safe and outsmart 
as much as you can, you know? So it's like, if you don't, if you're not like on your toes every single second, there's an easy chance that they still lose two games to the Patriots, even with a, a less of a roster, just because of the X factor of Bill Belichick being the coach. So, I mean, yeah, that, sure. that could be with any coaching matchup, but uh, I love this signing and I love what he's doing there already. So they're, they're going to be scary to face regardless. Yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. I, I, so I was, I was looking up that um, not to, not to bore you with like football talk, like the actual, like kind of scheme stuff, but I was thinking about it. I think Drew Brees is a righty quarterback, right? I thought he was a lefty. Let me see. Drew Brees is a righty. Yeah, he's a righty, right? So yeah. my only thing is I wonder if they're going to move him from left tackle to right tackle because Tua is a lefty. Because I, I, I'm curious if that would make right tackle yeah. the more yeah, the more valuable position that, in would. that scenario. I, I know that's kind of like overthinking it, but because the only reason I was thinking that because Trent Williams was uh, McDaniel's old Offensive mm-hmm. tackle, who who's the highest paid at, le- at left tackle, well deservingly, he's the best left tackle in the league for sure. Um, but yeah, that's the only thing. It's like that's, I, I was thinking about that. I was like, Tua is gonna, he would have to move to right tackle, and I, I'm curious if that would affect his performance in which he performed. Probably. I mean, not. the the, um, the footwork is different, you know, going from like switching that from one foot to the other. I'm sure that he has reps at right tackle though. Yeah. Oh, for sure, yeah. I'm pretty um, sure he started his career as a right tackle and then switched over. Oh, did he? Yeah, I believe so. All right. Um, okay, so moving on from that, because offensive tackles are – no one no one really wants to talk about <laughs> offensive tackles, do they? Um, but uh, so next one is Christian Kirk to the Jaguars. Breaking news, the Jaguars continue to be active in free agency. They are signing, reportedly, Christian Kirk – to a very big contract. Now, there's reportedly over $20 million a year that Kirk could bring in. Third highest paid, or wow. fourth highest paid wide receiver in the league. No. LOL. <laughs> LOL. He's never had a thousand never. yard season. Never. Did you know that? Does He's he, never had a thousand yard season. I think he has like season. 400 yard games or something like that, too. <laughs> it's what, crazy. Like, what is going on? I, I get that you have to pay a premium to get someone to come to Jacksonville, but what on earth? They, they, How is talk that about a team that they could have done. Wow. Yeah, they, wow. They could have signed someone else, and it probably been ten times better than. I, there's other wide receivers that I think are probably in in this free agency class that were probably you, more valuable. Yeah, if you want to, if you want to overpay, overpay Julio Jones for one year. Or, or yeah, overpay um, Odell and take the shot at having a top-level wide receiver. Or just re-sign DJ Chark. Is DJ Chark He's at the really Lions. that He's big? He's at the of, Lions now. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. If Is was is Christian Kirk that big of an upgrade over no. DJ Chark? No. Or, no way. Or you draft a receiver, like with a high pick. <laughs> well, I understand them wanting to wanting to sign like a, a veteran a veteran wide receiver to to help Trevor. But I'm a Christian Kirk. All right, that listen to this. Is listen to this high-powered offense, though. Trevor Lawrence, quarterback. James Robin. It's oh, yeah. James Robinson and Travis Etienne, running backs. Christian oh, Kirk, yeah. Lavishka Chenault Jr., Marvin Jones, and Laquan Treadwell at wide receiver. Or I'm sorry, and Zay Jones. I forgot about him. Yeah. Evan Ingram, tight end, which is also a new signing. He got paid the right amount, yep. which is good for yes. them. 
It's also a one-year deal, which is justifiable. Yes. High value, high power offense. Oh, yeah. To be honest with you, with you, with you, with you telling me that, I would argue he's not even the best wide receiver in that room. I would say Marvin Jones is probably. I would say Evan Ingram's is better than him. <laughs> Put Evan Ingram's at the wideout, and he's better than Christian Kirk. I guarantee it. <laughs> yeah, I did um, like so the Jags did that with their O line. I yeah, think that Brandon one wins sure. the yeah. wins the award for most mind boggling contract. I mean, Von Miller is pretty mind boggling too, but at least Von Miller has the has the pedigree to to support it. Yeah, <laughs> you can at least make Christian a, Kirk. You can at least make a claim. Has whoever Chris Christian Kirk agent is need deserves some type of raise or some some clout. He deserves something because that is an incredible. <laughs> I can job picture I his agent like vouching for him, you know, making his case in the ja- and Jacksonville just like being the organization that they are. They're like. All right, we'll do four years, seventy million, and and he it just like fell into his lap, and he's like, yeah, he's like drooling. He's like, we'll have to get back to you on that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so, bonkers. Wow. That, they they are they're setting themselves up for failure for years to come with Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence's career I mean, least... is or his career in Jacksonville is over before it even started. Well, yeah. I mean, I'll argue that that's like the worst signing for them. I like their O line. They signed a Brandon Sheriff. Sheriff. Yeah. yeah, he's a great signing for Absolutely, them. Yeah. And I think, also overpaid for the position. Yeah. but you have but to. he does have. Yeah, the but again, like he does you have, have to. The... But like he's still a very good guard. It's not like he's a like he's not yeah. Christian Kirk where he's like oh it's unproven. Like not yeah. even unproven. Has, like, no, I, it, it, Christian Kirk has multiple years in the league and he's never done anything. No, I'm saying like it's not like <laughs> yeah. you know at least Brandon Sheriff was an All Pro at one point. It's not like you know you're not like oh it's just some guard that like yeah he gets hurt sometimes or he hasn't done this or he's inconsistent no mm-hmm. like christian no, kirk literally doesn't have a thousand yard yeah. season like it's yes ridiculous Stupid. um but all right so moving on last one we'll kind of really go into detail about and then uh, we'll move on so we'll just move through the other ones a little bit quicker um but so randy gregory uh signed with dallas um with Denver. We have some breaking news out of the NFL here on day two. Mike Garofolo is reporting oh. that pass rusher Randy Gregory is pulling a U-turn. He's agreeing to terms with the Broncos. As Vic Lombardi reported, Cowboys deal has fallen apart. Uh, same deal for Randy Gregory with the Broncos as he was to sign with Cowboys. Source says five years, 70 million. Uh, Bonkers situation there. Um, Zach, I'm going to let yeah, you lead this not, one. Not really bothering me. I mean, I mean I'm gonna let, update us with how that went down, Zach. How it went down, they just they try to put con- language in his contract that you know if he gets suspended or injured, they don't have to pay him. And he got pissed off and said, literally, he said, "Fuck that," and then he left and signed with Denver. End of story. And how does that make it. you feel? Um, Tell sad, but at the same Zachy. time, like it's a business. So I'm glad he got his bag. Happy for him. He's in a different conference. He's in a different conference now, so I could care less. I can less, hear the but... content in your voice. No, I mean, if he's sounded like the Eagles or Washington or the Giants, then yeah, I probably would have told him to go kick rocks. But you know, happy for him. Way to be the bigger man, Zach. Yeah, you know, you got really mature. You you got to pick your battles and choose wisely because you don't win every battle. I can tell you that right now. Have you guys signed anyone yet? No. If we have, it's like uh, uh, James Washington, Dante Fowler. Wow. That was like four years ago. That had been big news, but no. We signed them. Um, but, yeah, I mean, another piece for Denver, if we want to get into that. I mean, 
they're, they're Shelby Harris is a much bigger loss than most people are saying. Uh, we'll get into that a little bit more later. Uh, we'll get to the trades, but um, Randy Gregory, as I guess, is they they overpaid for him. Um, but I guess it's kind of they they probably think they're also in the championship window, which you kind of have to think they got what five years of rust left, like five like actual years of rust, maybe four. So yeah, win now. You gotta think too. You're pairing him with what Bradley Chubb. Bradley Chubb's a freaking really good defensive end yeah. as well. So. Um, yeah, we, the Broncos will be an interesting, we'll, we'll talk about them more when we get to the rust trade, but, um, they'll be interesting for sure. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't think, honestly, I don't think Randy, I think it's kind of a good thing that you guys didn't pay him, Zach. I think Randy Gregory would be overpaid. Uh, I don't think he deserves the money that he got five years, 70 million. I think that's way overpaying for him. Um, but I mean, edge rushers just get a premium regardless. Uh, but yeah, so let's kind of move on to the rapid fire one. Allen Robinson to the Rams. Mike, me, and you got into an argument about this recently. Um, Allen Robinson is good. I don't think he's that much of an upgrade per se. I think our argument was argument that Van Jefferson was underrated, and I was like, nope, he's not. No, I said, uh, oh, what was it? I can't remember what it was. I I said that he was more. I said that he was important or yeah i guess i did kind of say he was underrated i said he didn't get enough yeah. credit or underappreciated yeah. or something and i was like he gets too yeah much credit. that's fair <laughs> it, um it's yeah i mean that that wide receiver room is is good for sure i i think i think if it's cup robinson and then obj comes back i think that is bona fide the best oh wide that's what it was yeah it was league. it was yeah, I, yeah i said it was I, the best wide receiver group in the league already and then you said yeah. miami was that was the conversation. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if with if they get OBJ back, I think that's bona fide number one. You can't, and you I, can't make I also with whatever draft picks they have, they definitely draft a receiver. Like I think they do. You think? I think they like. I could see him doing it, like because I know Van Jefferson has like one year left after this year. Yeah, my, that was my point though. I don't, I, I think Van Jefferson is just a, a beneficiary of all the weapons that they have. I think that, like, he literally was—he's a third wide receiver. Last year, he was the fourth wide receiver. Cooper Cup one, OBJ two, Robert Woods three, and Robert Woods got hurt. Well, that's, so he got some playing time. That's why I but, see them drafting a receiver because you don't. Yeah, with for, injuries, for purposes for sure. Yes. Yeah, I mean, it, that's if people forget Allen Robinson's real deal when it comes to like fantasy. Um, I mean, he, you gotta, he's gotta be Allen Robinson. If you take out last year, he's a, he, he was, I think, and again, I don't know whose quarterbacks were. I, that's what I've been trying to find is like who his quarterbacks were over the past few years. I think there's some crazy stat where it's like the past five years, if you take out last year, so the five years before last year, he was top 12 in fantasy. So a wide receiver one every single year with with no, the, with no quarterback yeah, with literally no quarterback. so that's that's yeah. where it's like okay well if he returns to that form you know then he ends up being i, I think he ends up yeah, being so, an upgrade if he returns to that he's yeah, going to be he better has incredible than, value yeah. incredible value a lot of potential wise. incredible it's, value uh i'm trying to see the wide receiver it, he put up a thousand i'd rather have him than christian he's Kirk. put up three one thousand yard receive <laughs> recept uh thousand yard receiving yard seasons one was in 2015 with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Was that Blake Bortles? Yes. That that yeah. was the year they you got you guys played them in the championship, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. 
Uh, no, in, right? in the AFC Championship, no, that would have been twenty eighteen or twenty seventeen. Um, I was I a sophomore. Was... In, I was a sophomore in college. I remember that. So it might have been pre Blake Bortles. Maybe. Uh, Mike Lennon. That. I don't. I don't. I remember. love football, but I Mike do not. Lennon. Bortles got drafted twenty fourteen. If I'm not, if I don't know. I have no. I I just um, no idea. Twenty nineteen with the Chicago Bears. That was who the hell knows. Uh, twenty twenty with the Chicago Bears as well. That was. I, I don't Trubisky. even remember Trubisky. Both of them were Trubisky. Trubisky. So I mean, yes. and granted, Trubisky is a starting quarterback in the NFL now, but he's definitely like no one. No one we'll would say he's him. top half of the league. So no, he's probably no. like what thirty and, or and 31. now Allen and now Allen Robinson gets to be the opposite side of the best wide receiver in the league, and he's getting Matt. And he's st- he's with, getting it thrown by Matt Stafford, yeah. and his catch radius is insane. So who gives arguably, a shit about how with accurate? Arguably the best. Off it, you could argue the best offensive coach in the NFL. Yeah. So. Yeah, I would like I said I would I would take him over Christian Kirk and Harvey. I mean I, I don't think heartbeat. that's even a question. Harvey I don't think not. anyone would argue the opposite um, side of that. I think Helen Keller would agree with you. I too. think I I would take. <laughs> this is a tough one. It uh, yeah even if I was the Patriots if this like free agent class were to all go back to the beginning again I would take Allen Robinson over Odell Beckham. Because Odell Beckham's going to demand more money than mm-hmm. he's worth, I think. No, I, I think Odell's going to end up getting paid like a five million dollar for a year prove it deal. Because and he's he's too many injuries in to to make top tier money. I think he knows I don't that. No, he's 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 a glass house. We're talking about Chris McCaffrey being a glass house. OBJ is a glass yeah. house. He, I mean, and like every single one of his injuries, he doesn't even hit people. It's it just, just, it's just non-contact yeah. injuries. Um, so yeah, I mean, while while we're at it. Trubisky to the Steelers. You called him a starting quarterback. I think that's a stretch. I think he's going to start. I, I think that – I honestly think that if the Steelers draft a quarterback, I think they'd play him over – I think they'd play him over Trubisky. I think, I think they would start Trubisky year, uh, year one, depending on who they sign. But um, his two-year deal, uh, $14.25 million, but can go yeah. to $27 million with incentives. Yeah, but Cam could have also gotten paid twelve million with incentives and made like probably five hundred. Yeah, but he has fourteen fourteen point two five guaranteed. Yeah, but for backup quarterback, that's money, not that's, crazy. You'd pay that for a yeah, backup quarterback. But I, yeah, I, I don't know. That's normal. I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna start year one, man. I think he's gonna start year one. He as of right now, right now the depth chart he's one absolutely starting. It, it depends who they would but end up drafting. If they draft a quarterback, I think that they would. I think he would be a backup again. I I don't have much faith in Trubisky. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think anyone does. Bro, he's been he's been cursed with some bad coaching. <laughs> well, Matt Nagy won the the coach. I of think the he year. won that because of Mitch. That Trubisky. first year. Because of Mitch I mean, Trubisky? look at what's happened the past. Golly. Look at look at what's happened since then. And Mitch Trubisky hasn't done much better either. Well, he hasn't had a chance. It's, he he was a backup for the Bills. So which may, which may have been good for his career. This, well, it it's Maybe probably fantastic for his bit. career. He probably got coached up way better than he did by. It, it was Brian Dable there, right? Way better than Matt yeah. Nagy. So I I mean, we'll see what Matt Nagy does with. Or did he get fired? Matt Nagy got fired. Okay. Yeah, Matt Nagy's I was going to say. Matt Nagy's back on the with. Chiefs as like an offensive like coach. Well, there you go. You know, like yeah. coach of the year to fired. <laughs> yeah. Um, But while we're on the quarterback train, my boy Jameis, he's back. Yep, he's back. Back, in New Orleans. back with New Orleans. Another team that's probably going to draft the quarterback. But um, 
I'm excited to get another year of Jameis. That's going to be It's going to be electric. Oh, Jameis, brand new knee, LASIK surgery. Crazy workout videos. I cannot wait. You best believe I'm drafting Jameis Winston with a late pick. (laughs) Not if I draft him with a mid pick. (laughs) Fuck that. I'm drafting him with an early pick. (laughs) Oh, also, that's another thing that I should have said this in in the beginning with the state of the league. I came in last. Mm-hmm. The the yeah, I lost to to CJ in the toilet bowl. So <laughs> what we said on on the last episode of the season is if I come in last, I have to take pick twelve or I have to take the last pick out of oh, all yeah. the picks, depending on. So yeah. I am I am not in the running for that, any yeah. of the of the top selections. I am I am pick number twelve of where I end up picking. So put that on the record. I hope, I'm a man the, of my word. I hope we do the thing where we normally we get an order of how we draft the picks and we saw you somehow end up with the first. That, overall I would pick. hate that. I would abs- I would actually hate that. That's probably the last <laughs> spot that I want to pick after this year went. Honestly, I would love pick number yeah. twelve. Give me pick number twelve. <laughs> I mean, a little bit, a little quick insight. Who do we think is going to be the number Jonathan one overall Taylor. pick this year? I, I think, think so. Yeah, that's probably a good one. I I call me crazy. CMC is going to be I was a just going to say post hype sleeper. Going to be 100%. a steal. He might drops like 6 7. Yeah, post hype sleeper. Little uh little insight into my drafting strategy already. If I if I can pick a the low enough draft pick where I think I might have a shot at mm-hmm. CMC. Take right, I want to go to the next one. Yeah, sorry. Um so Zadari Smith to the Vikings, great player. Um terrible team. No, nothing's going to happen with that. The Vikings are garbage. The new coaching staff, Kirk Cousins is there again. Kirk Cousins got uh, if they win bag. more than if they win more than five games, I'll be. Kirk amazing. Cousins got the he is the biggest. Bag he's the biggest thief in the NFL. Bag finesser. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I can, it's all because of the man upstairs. I can't really hate Amen. on him because he just you like that. He just gets he just cashes checks. <laughs> you like you that? Like that? No. Yeah, he just cashes um, checks. Yeah, there's no way that the Vikings do anything of actual. Although, value. It, dude, they could win their division. No, they cannot. I mean, they're in division with Aaron, Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers doesn't have yeah, Devontae but Adams. That Green Bay got worse. If you think about it, they got worse for sure. But they're still the best in that division. I I think a, a case could be made that with Dalvin Cook, uh, J- Justin Jefferson, and at least a semi-upgraded defense, the Vikings could pull it off. I don't have much faith. I don't have a lot of um, faith either. I'm saying eight. I, I might go put a future on them. What did, they won in like what eight games last year? You're telling me they eight, could, yeah maybe look. even less. You couldn't. You're telling me they couldn't win the same amount. Maybe like one or two more. With a brand new coaching staff, I they really went don't eight think and nine so. and came second in the division to the Packers. Uh, I think how, how did that division shake uh, out? Packers thirteen and four, which I don't <laughs> think they're going to repeat that. Uh, no. Vikings eight and nine. Bears six and eleven, Lions three and thirteen. They do benefit from a really yeah. shitty division, but um, like, do you even think yeah, the Bears make win more than six games next year? No, I could put money if they no, don't. That's that's going to be that might be the worst. Unless unless you, you, I can see the Fields, Lions making marginal improvements, but I don't see them being a threat to anyone. Unless Justin you know, Fields like, somehow like goes off and has like one of those outlier Lamar Jackson years, you know? Yeah. Um. But moving on from that, we have uh, Lambo Lenny back to the Bucks. Great signing. We'll talk. We'll get it. We'll just breeze over this now because we'll get into the Bucks later. But 
Um, yeah, I mean, good for them, good signing, but overpaid, and they have a lot more problems than just their running back situation. I was shocked. He came uh, to me lastly, with the Patriots too, yeah. by the way. Yeah, Very I saw weird. that too. I mean, it just get it. We just we love those like Legarren Blunt. Mm-hmm. Like he's just prototypical us. So I'm sure, hundred percent sure that's why. Uh, but we weren't gonna pay him what no. the Bucks paid him. Um, and then lastly, we got Juju to the Chiefs, uh, the TikTok squad. Um, him and Jackson Mahomes are gonna be out there dancing on the field every pregame. Um, Juju's a bum. I hope Chris takes him. I hope he doesn't get a single point. <laughs> he he made um, a TikTok in a, a in a Chiefs un- in his Chiefs uniform already. Bum. I hate I hate him. He is my least favorite player, and I yeah, he's hate Juju Smith. Hate him, hate him, hate him. Don't want anything mm-hmm. to do with him. All right. Here, let's get to the – this is the exciting part here. Let's finish strong. Off-season trades, um, and then we'll have one last little segment <laughs> at the end of it. Um, but, yeah, so off-season trades. Probably there was a lot of big trades. Four huge trades. Um, you really can't even rank them. I would argue this is probably the best trade – um, as in Oakland got the most out of it. Oakland got Devontae Adams, and they sent a first-round pick and a second-round pick for him. MJ, this is a trade that has been in the works for some time and at various points in recent days appeared to be dead. But now they're in the final stages. The Packers are going to trade their superstar receiver, Devontae Adams, to the Las Vegas Raiders. Adams, who had informed Green Bay that he would not play on the franchise tag, is going to get a new contract, according to our Ian Rappaport, five years, $141.25 million. That is a $28.25 million average per year that makes him, by a long shot, the highest player on a tra- or highest uh, paid player on a traditional extension at the wide receiver position in NFL history. Which is mind-boggling. Devonte Adams is by far the best wide receiver in the NFL. Oh, no, yeah, I don't. I don't think question. you can make an argument for yeah, the else. only other person that you could make an argument for is Cooper Cup based off of stats, but talent-wise and ability, Devontae's oh, number yeah. one. Which is not in terms like, of so, changing a game plan, it's Devontae, like by yeah. a mile. Um, and he's one of those few wide receivers where he's gonna make Derek Carr look so fucking mm-hmm. good. So he, whatever. If you could put like a future on how many yard passing yards someone's gonna have or passing touchdowns or like efficiency, I would take the over on every single thing, every single Derek Carr stat. Uh, I think Devontae is such an upgrade that he's literally gonna make. He's gonna add like seven hundred yards onto Derek mm-hmm. Carr stats. And when we you were talking, think- sorry, go, go ahead. ahead. Oh, you want me to go? All right. Yeah. So I was saying like you can also make an argument like when he was in Green Bay, what? Who was the second best option outside of Devontae? Alan Lazard. Aaron Jones. Like oh, oh, in terms wow, of pass yeah. the passing game, he has Darren Waller now. Like it, it opens up the fantasy outlook for Darren Waller as well because like now you can't double Darren and Waller. And Hunter Renfro, you can't you can't double anyone in that field because if you do, you're gonna get burned by one of those. Dave Edwards still too. Dude, Say again. So it's not even like they lost anything. No. It's like they just added a, a bona fide number one, which is like all they needed. The the crazy like this is all kind of like. I don't want to get depressed or anything like that, but imagine if they had Henry Ruggs on this mm-hmm. roster still. If you want to talk about best wide receiver rooms yeah, in the league, if they had Henry one. Ruggs on this roster still, they would be yeah. the number one wide receiver room in the league, bar none. Like nothing would even come close. There's no trade that could happen that would make it. Yeah, a let's not forget they like, went they went to the playoffs 
without having Darren Waller for a lot of the year and after mm-hmm. losing multiple people, John Gruden, Henry Ruggs, to yeah, they weird so situations. Much controversy. You know? Derek yeah. Carr is probably yeah. one of the most even-keeled people in the world based off of everything he's experienced with the Raiders so far, moving from Oakland to Las Vegas, you know, dealing with John Gruden, dealing with all, all of that shit. Um, and when I was talking about how the chiefs could come in last place, one of the, in that division, one of the things that is just crazy is that I think Oakland is the second best team in this division. I think Derek Carr is not as bad as people think he is because of the lack of weapons that he's had. Like, He's been smart with the fact that he targets Darren Waller friggin' 13 times a game because he's the only option on the field, you know? And they upgraded their defense, too. They re-signed Max Crosby, and they got Chandler Jones. So it, yeah, they got some also, firepower, too, man. They're crazy. What's Derek Carr's best coach that he's had when he's been in the league? I can't even tell. I, I don't even I'm know saying, if I can you, name you another Raiders coach. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's, it's so, like... There, he's never really had a great coach, and like I'm not saying Josh McDaniels is gonna be that guy, but like he's at least he has like an offensive-minded like person that's gonna. And he's worked with the greatest quarterback of all time, right? Exactly. So he, he's got that working for him. So like I'm ex- I'm excited to see what like that looks like. I gotta be honest with you, Mike. After talking this through, I agree with you. I think the Chiefs are the worst team in that division. I, I, pre- I think that there's an argument to be made for the Broncos because of the lack of. Uh, targets that they have, I mean, like passing, still, and I think Russ is a little overrated, yeah. to be quite honest. But yeah, the the Broncos have definitely a a, a, co- a disadvantage at the coaching at like at coaching too, uh, with with the Hackett dude as a as a new head coach, which was just a plea to try to get Aaron Rodgers that didn't actually end up working out. I mean, still. All right, well, let's Russ, talk so. about the Russ trade now, then too, yeah. so then we can hop right. into that more. Okay, yeah. So, so we had Russell Wilson to Denver. Tom Pelissero reports that there is a deal in principle to send nine-time Pro Bowl quarterback Russell Wilson to the Denver Broncos in exchange for a massive haul, multiple first-round draft picks, additional picks later, and players. Do not adjust your television. Russell Wilson will cook in Denver uh, and the Seahawks received Drew Locke, Shelby Harris, Noah Fant, two first round picks, two second round picks, and a fifth I round pick. I think Seattle won this trade. I agree with you, Zach. You agree as well, <laughs> Zach. So at first, I would say that I was like, "Oh, Denver won this," and then as it kind of went by, I feel like Seattle did, but I feel like also Seattle. No, I can't really say that. Seattle did get what Shelby Harris, who's one of the more underrated D linemen in the NFL, oh, top ten, and Noah Fant, who is in it, like top ten. Yeah, both of them. Noah Fant, one healthy, tight end is, a, is like a, a, a very good where, tight end. Yeah, yeah a, then, tight end is a position where typically it's not like a game changer unless you have the top three, four guys in the league. But talk about someone who has the mm-hmm. ability to get to that level eventually in his career. He could grow into yeah. one of those, especially with. Travis Kelsey aging out of that role, you know, like eventually, but yeah, the only thing is like you can make the argument that Denver was a quarterback away from being a really successful team. Um, I mean, they have a great backfield, 
with Melvin Gordon and Javante um, uh, Williams. There, is is, Javante is Melvin Williams, still there though? Um, or he did he, he, I thought he was a free agent. Yeah, he mm-hmm. resigned. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then that wide receiver room also is no joke. They're young um, though. That's the thing. I don't think they're like. I think I'd still take if I could take one receiver out of the Seahawks and the Broncos. I think I would take DK, um, DK mm-hmm. nonetheless. But I mean, still that that Broncos wide receiver room is no no joke. Jerry um, Judy, Cortland Sutton, Tim Patrick, or one two three, which is like yeah, solid. So I mean, they could also go and draft another one if they wanted to. Really, like they don't yeah. have a lot of spots that they need to fill now. Yeah, the thing the, the thing um, is really, like we were saying like they're one quarterback away, but like I think like Kyle said like them trading some pieces also takes away like if they didn't trade any players, I feel like you could make the argument that they are yeah the best team in the in the, yeah. the West. If there if if there was no players involved, I think you can still make the argument that Russell Wilson isn't worthy of two first round picks, two second yeah. round picks. Um. But you could easily understand and say that just in like championship window, like with those goggles on, you could easily see how that how, why they made that decision. Just they they damaged themselves a lot to get Russ. And like I said, I, it might be we might just have recency bias of Russ not being incredible because he had a, a past mm-hmm. two seasons that weren't to write home about. Um, but Not yeah, to mention I, that I, I mean, can't. but also like when you think back to the years that they were winning Super Bowls. Granted, Russ is a great quarterback. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say that he's not, but he did kind of get carried by a run game that was way like probably top five in the NFL every single year with Marshawn Lynch. So, yeah. like when people have to respect the run game, it opens up opportunities for a young quarterback where people are like, eh, whatever, we'll see. You know, and then at the beginning of last year, he was the number one MVP candidate through like four weeks. He was he was on fire, and then yeah, it, it all went to shit. I mean, well, let's use this as a diving board into the next one. Then, so let's do Deshaun Watson to mm-hmm. the Browns. Deshaun Watson is expected to be a member of the Cleveland Browns. Um, the Texans received three first round picks, a third round pick, and two fourths. I would argue that Deshaun Watson has more valuable as a football player, not as a human being. Russell. Let's get that let's get that mm-hmm. clear. Is there was more valuable than Russ is. And r- the compensation that they got for Russ trumps that of what the Texans got. And I still think the Texans won that trade nonetheless. But I mean that's, that's just showing that like they, I think they significantly overpaid yeah. for Russ. Significantly. And I think it's to be honest, if you want to go a little bit deeper, I think it all just stems out of the fucking Rams winning the Super Bowl. Because now everyone thinks you can just sell out and all it takes is just some big sellout moves, and you're going to end up winning Super Bowl when the Rams are an, an anomaly. Yeah. And I think that there's, it's going to be so crazy because there's going to be, there's going to be two dynamics, right? There's going to be let's trade everything, like all of our draft assets, to win now and and play in that period. Hence the AFC West, the entire AFC West, versus let's sell our assets, gain this draft capital, and draft the people who are going to be long-term solutions for our franchise. And it's going to be so interesting to see how how long that sell or that buy period you can keep that mm-hmm. up versus how well the other teams draft. How well the teams that have three like like two or three first round picks every year for the next 
four or five years after all this is said well, and done. I think the biggest thing is the attitude has changed. I think when in the early 2000s and the 2010s, it was the attitude was you wanted to build a franchise. You wanted to be a dynasty. The goal was to be the Patriots. You wanted to be good year in and year mm-hmm. out. And you're always every move you're making, you're making with the intention of putting yourself in a good spot for the future long term. And that's completely changed. I think everyone has this, like is obsessed with this view of championship windows, and they'll sell out and they'll be like, "I'll I'll take two good years and then I'll I'll bite the bullet on the third year," like that's just the attitude that has shifted to. So, um, yeah, I I think I don't know. I wouldn't have touched Deshaun regardless with everything going on with him. Um, so I to be honest with you, if he got traded for a pack of gum, I'd probably say that too much. the Texans won. Um, but yeah, I, I yeah, you hate to see it. You hate to say it, but I think the Texans made the right move. I think that they oh, won yeah. this you, trade. You don't keep Deshaun um, Watson after that. And granted, I doubt he wanted to be there anyway. So it's not like, yeah. it's kind of like the Devontae Adams situation too. Yeah. yeah they, they got a haul for him too. So um but yeah, it, I think I, I just wanted to bring it up in that order because I think the Deshaun Watson trade gives good context to how much the Denver overpaid for Russ. I think that if the Deshaun Watson trade happened first, I don't think there's any way that the Seahawks receive as much as they did. Yeah, I agree. You know, I agree. Any comments? Zach? No, I mean, I think the Texans made out because, like, like you said, I'm not saying Russ it was overpaid, but it's just more so, you know. Deshaun Watson, if he gets traded first, or set, well, yeah, if he gets traded first, Russell Wilson's not getting like they're not trading for that much for Russell Wilson. Now, since he got no, traded yeah, second, I'm... you know, Houston can go to the table and be like, "Well, um, we traded, we didn't get this, or the Seattle got this amount for a quarterback that's eight years older." Like, yeah. And you are about to get a guy that has four years, five years left in his deal. You don't have to redo his deal. Yeah, the yeah. only thing you could argue is that you could say is is Russell Wilson's leadership and it's pedigree, and leading ability, yeah, pedigree worth Drew Locke, Shelby Harris, and Noah Fant. Yeah, and it's like the coaching side of me wants to say, yeah, it's it's really important to have a leader like that, and that's so that's so that's so invaluable. Um, but in reality. Probably not. It's also like, you know, <laughs> if we're being Russell honest. Wilson has played in the cold weather, the the crap weather games. So like he's battle tested in that regard too. You're not getting like a quarterback. No offense to Sean, but he's played in what mostly warm weather and a dome. I mean, he played at Clemson. Clemson's not really Clemson can get cold, right? Anymore. But it's he played in national championships where they were playing in you know. Mercedes Benz Dome, yeah. and you know the Super Dome. Yeah, I mean Deshaun Watson's a great. No, player. no, we're not the great not the football player. Either, but I could see not a great human. Yeah, but, he's. Yeah, that's, mean, that's a topic for another day. I wouldn't have traded. I wouldn't have traded for him. I think the Texans won that trade. I think the Seahawks won the Russell Wilson trade. It also um, just shows you how desperate yeah. the Browns are to be relevant. Yeah, it just shows you it, how desperate they are. The Browns are still garbage, and I think it goes from ownership. I just think that there's they can't stick to a plan to save. No, because I thought they were, Um, and I feel bad for Baker. Yeah, because like you, you, you could argue that they were taking the right steps by hiring the right coach and then hiring the right GM, and they go out and make this trade, and it's just like, uh, like, is it management or is it ownership? And I think, like you said, Kyle, it's ownership. That's the other thing about Baker too that a lot of people like. 
Baker like Mitchell Trubisky, I think that that short-term mindset is going to leave a lot of quarterbacks that are capable without jobs, you know? It's just, I like, it's one thing, like, it just baffles me that we're still at a point where you just, like, everyone understands it's a business. So if you're questionable about your quarterback, just say you're questionable about the quarterback and just have, like, have a conversation with them. Just be like, I... We're unsure if we want to stick with you or not. Like, but that's clearly not what's happening yeah, with all these teams. They're clearly telling these guys, "You're our guy. You're our guy." And then they blindside him with the stupid shit. It'd be different if they went up to Baker and they're like, "Hey, we're gonna, we value you. We also, at the right price, we value Deshaun, and we're gonna make the decision that we think is best for the team." Like, they obviously didn't have that conversation, and then Baker just found out that they were reaching out about Deshaun Watson, and then was pissed off. Like, it's just. They just treat people like adults, and then I feel like they're going to get a lot better results. Like, I don't know. Um, yeah, I'd, we got to move yeah, on. Go ahead. Hey, should um, we stuck, stick on the quarterback route while we're here? Uh, I, I was figuring we get we just do the last. Like, there's one more big, big trade. Oh yeah, okay. Uh, that I feel like we should okay. talk about. Um, so the next one would be Tyree Kill to Miami. All right, we got some breaking news here on NFL Network. Uh, it's not a quarterback trade, but can I interest you in a Tyreek Hill trade? Uh, yeah, that's right. Don't adjust your television. Tyreek Hill has been traded from Kansas City to Miami. That man is now a dolphin, and that man is getting paid. Uh, Miami received a first-round pick. I mean, uh, Kansas City received a first-round pick, second-round pick, two fourth-round picks, and a sixth-round pick. I think... This was a win-win for I think both it was teams. A too. I would say that I think <clears throat> I would say that I think Kansas City won for the future. Obviously, Miami won for now. Miami has to play in a division yeah. where they have to compete with the Bills and the Patriots. But Miami has so many picks piled up that they could easily just throw exactly. that they off. Have, to, they have to two first next year too. Crazy, like they, yeah. They, but when you like, think about nuts. it, they, when you think about it, Tyreek is a player that is predominantly based off speed, right? Like that is his defining trait. Of you don't mm-hmm. keep that speed forever. Like that is a trait that deteriorates faster than other traits that a wide receiver has. So yeah, but you can't also you can't like Tyreek is also an incredible route runner too. Like he, there's other things outside of just speed, and that Miami we we were having this conversation. I I I had the the um the wrong information that I thought uh, uh, Will Fuller was still on the Dolphins, which I get he's actually a free agent mm-hmm. right now, um, which I think would be a great re-sign by them. But having Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill, that, that duo is probably the most dynamic duo in the NFL right now. So Tyreek Hill got a three-year $75 million extension, right? Mm-hmm. My, my argument here is that Kansas City got out at the right time where they didn't have to pay Tyreek Hill, right, with the, all of the contract hell that they're going on with Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. And I think that mm-hmm. they sold him at the right time where in five years when that contract is on its last legs, Tyreek's mm-hmm. not going to be worth the money that he's getting at that point in time. Very similar yeah, to like I a, think, to like a Von Miller situation. Yeah, I think the, I think the chief I think this is a situation of they just got an offer they couldn't mm-hmm. refuse. And Miami had the plethora of picks where they could make the offer without much negativity, without much, without putting too much on the line yeah, for it. They, it just it was one of the things where it was a perfect yeah. win-win. Let's look at it from Miami's perspective. Say two is not the guy. 
Next year they can just turn around and trade two of their first and be like, oh, here, here's the next I don't quarterback. Think like, that's yeah. I don't think it's too crazy to say that they might draft a they quarterback might this year. This I, year, I don't think they should though. I think the quarterback no. class is weaker this year than it. Than no, it I'm I'm part of two and on. I'm I'm part of two and on. So I I would love to see Tua be successful. But, but this is and this another is crazy, the, another thing. The, I was, I, I'm sorry. I just mean to, like to, just to link no, this back. Like Tua could end up in the same situation as Baker and Mitchell Trubisky, where it's a team that needs to win quickly because of the situation that they're putting themselves in. I mean, granted, again, they have the draft capital still, but mm-hmm. it could leave him at a place where he may end up as like a backup somewhere. But he's a capable starting quarterback in the NFL. Yeah. So I mean, just one thing I was thinking about. <laughs> Purely fantasy wise, so we all know how much of uh, how crazy it was for Debo this season. He was he was like he was like the diamond in the rough outside Cooper Cup. Like he was the way they used him. He was playing running back most of the time at the end of the season. That's the same guy who designed that architecture for that offense that put Debo all over the field like that. That same guy now has Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle to do the That's same crazy. shit with. Like it's gonna like the the amount of thing like. Well, that- I am going to draft a, a Miami Dolphins wide receiver so fucking fast. And everyone, all of you guys are going to be like, you're an idiot, Kyle. And I'm going to be like, yes, I am. This is going to be awesome, though. This is going to be electric to watch. Be I mean, that's watch. What, I'm that's so excited what, to watch like, the Dolphins uh, this year. Like the whole Dolphin, if you saw their whole offseason, all the guys they signed fit the San Fran like prototypical offense. Oh, like, for sure. Cedric sure. Wilson's former Cowboy, the, he played all over the field for them. And he like was also – he threw four passes – last year like he threw the ball like they're gonna use a bunch of like design plays like that where like like you say Tyreek Hill they're gonna put him in the backfield probably outside offensive line I would argue that the Miami Dolphins offense is better than the San Francisco offense at this point in terms of personnel or I mean they definitely they definitely have a more sure option at quarterback too which helps yeah, I mean they have Tua is arguably an upgrade over Jimmy Garoppolo. Probably you'd probably put an equal sign there, but who knows what Trey Lance is going to do this exactly. year, anyways? And then you have more wide receiver weapons with Tyreek and Jalen Waddle. Sure, Mike Gusecki is a downgrade from Greg Kittle, but Greg Kittle is also not the same guy he was. He's still an incredible player, but I don't think it's I don't think it's as big of a downgrade to go from him to Mike Gusecki as I think, think we need to see what Brandon Ayuk does this year too. Yeah, but I mean, I still I would take Jalen Waddle. Oh, I absolutely would right now. Ten times out of ten. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So yeah, I think that was I think that was a great trade by both sides. I think it was a win win. On the next one. Uh, So let's move on. We'll 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 fly through these a little bit quicker because they're kind of they have less uh, less. There's one more like big Uh, Matt Ryan. I feel like I I feel like uh, if you don't mind me taking over here for a second, I feel like Khalil Mack to the Chargers is a sticking in that AFC West area. Like that's a big. A big move. Mm. Big trade coming that will be official next week is Khalil Mack is back in the AFC West. As we all know, that that was his first destination after balling out at the University of Buffalo and the Oakland Raiders at the time selected him, sent him to Chicago. Chicago, unfortunately, for the Bears, could not win a championship with him. The closest they got to that was uh, Trubisky uh, getting double-doinked out of the divisional playoff round. Right? Was that the wild card round? I can't remember anymore. But that was as close as they got. And now um, the Bears are trading away Khalil Mack to the Los Angeles Chargers for a second rounder this year. And it's a sixth rounder next year. And what this means is the Bears are just saying, we get it. 
so to speak. Yeah, the, the the reason why I would argue that Khalil Mack to the Chargers isn't that big of a deal is because, one, he's on the last year of his contract. It might just be a one-year mm-hmm. rental as opposed. They didn't give up enough draft capital to make me think that they're going to sign him to a big extension, nor should they sign him to a big extension because, one, he's been hurt a lot recently. So it's kind of a question mark of is he, if he's ever going to be the same guy he was. And, two, um, he's old. So, yeah, like Khalil Mack's a big name, but we also haven't been talking about Khalil Mack like he was the superstar since he left yeah. the Raiders. That first year, maybe first year and a half, he was still that like bona fide number one D end. But I don't think he's like, sure, put him opposite of Joey Bosa. I think there's a lot of parallels to be, to be drawn between the Rams trading for Von Miller and the Chargers trading for Khalil it's, Mack. Yeah, but the thing is between those two, no, Grant, Khalil Mack. When he was like in his like talking about Oakland Raider, Cleo Mack was ridiculous. He, he was Aaron Donald. He oh, was 100%. Aaron Donald. And but the difference between Von Miller and the Cleo Mack trades, like Von Miller has a defined trait, which is his speed is ridiculous. Cleo Mack is mm. what he's just over overpowering or just all around just he's a power right. rusher. And, I mean, Von Miller is a Von Miller is a speed rusher and and. Uh, Khalil Mack is a power rusher. And let's not forget that also when he played for um, the Raiders, Khalil, Khalil Mack also played as an off-ball linebacker too. So he wasn't just a pure edge guy, which is one of the things that kind of made him unique. But, yeah, so I, like, I, I agree. I think, I, think that's gonna, I think it's a great upgrade for the price that they got him at. I think it's an awesome upgrade for the Chargers. And I think for the price, I, think, I do think it's – I think this is another one where it's a win-win. Well, I actually, I would argue that the Chargers won this trade, but I don't think it's as impactful long term because I don't think there's a chance that they re-sign him for a long contract. I don't afterwards. think so either. But I think that in in the scheme of this year, it definitely makes a way yeah. bigger impact than I. I think it. I would argue that it makes a bigger impact than Von Miller to the Rams because of. The f- how how much more interesting it makes that division, and how much more complex it gets in terms of the. I mean, let's not forget that Von Miller to the Rams won them a Super Bowl. Absolutely, right? Absolutely. yeah. So like that's 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 about as big of an impact as you can ask for. But well, that's why I didn't include it with like those first five, four or mm-hmm. five trades because it in in like the scheme like Devonte Adams is going to be an Oakland Raider number one wide receiver five years, Russ Wilson mm-hmm. five years, Deshaun five years, Tyreek. Probably not five years, but like three or four years. You know they're going to be bona fide in that position. Um, I don't. I think I don't. I have a hard time believing they're going to give Khalil Mack a big extension uh, that would take that it would take to get him to stay. Um, so that's why I didn't have it in the same group. But I do think it's a great move for the Chargers for this year, um, and I think they won the trade. And I think the Bears are just destined to be shit forever. I, I concur. Um, okay, but to move on. Uh, we got Matt Ryan to the Colts. In the meantime, we have another quarterback on the move. Ian Rappaport, Mike Garofolo, as we told you at the top of the show, likely could happen today. Ian, Matt Ryan has been traded to the Colts, everybody. Uh, Atlanta received a third round awesome pick. Awesome move by the Colts. I love it. Awesome move by the Colts. I love it. If there's one offensive line that can protect that sack of potatoes, that skinny Big Ben, that six-second 40 time back there, it's the Colts. I, I love it. I think the Colts are a real contender this year. Yeah, I agree. I mean, we already talked about this a little bit beforehand, but Matt Ryan is such an upgrade over Carson Wentz. It's ridiculous because Matt Ryan isn't going to 
panic when it comes to situations where the play is breaking down and just try to run all over the field. He's going to make the right decision in the first place. And then if he misses that opportunity, he's going to play it safe because he knows he doesn't have he he doesn't have the confidence in himself to get out of a situation like that, like Carson Wentz does, yep. where Carson Wentz is just running all over the field trying to get out of weird situations. I mean, you can so, you yep. could also compare this trade. Like, remember when the Colts signed Philip Rivers, and they they got no, they, they won did? what 10, 11 games. And you could, yeah, you can make they the, went, they you went make the, the argument like that Matt Ryan's a better quarterback yeah, than Philip Rivers was at that time. Yeah, he and does. Like, yeah. So I, I can no, see I that great. being the case and, too. And people's first initial reaction was like, oh, my God, they're, they're paying how much money for Matt Ryan? But that's not the case because uh, Falcons ate a lot of that that dead cap. So I think they ended up getting him for like – I think 20, he's on the roster for like $24 million. Million. Yeah. It's not bad. Yeah, which yeah, is a yeah, steal. Which is a steal. Um, so, yeah, so I think it's a great trade for the Colts. Uh, and then the last one I have written down is let's go to the opposite side of that. Uh, Carson Wentz to Washington. Ladies and gentlemen – a sentence that I never thought Ian Rappaport three weeks ago or a month ago, whatever it was, I would say, because it would not have made sense. Carson Wentz is a commander. The Colts won that trade. Um, <laughs> they yeah, didn't, the Colts received they didn't a, have a to, conditional they second round. They didn't have to eat as that's much. definitely going to hit. They did not have to eat yeah, as much as they should A conditional should've. second round and a sixth round pick, which, um, I mean, uh, a second round pick and two third round picks, uh, which is a steal. I, I can't believe that they managed to do that. I, I think Carson Wentz is done. Washington done so. is, or the NFC East. I mean, again, I if we were to pick like a clear winner, it would be Dallas just because of the fact that they have Zeke, CeeDee Lamb, and, and Dak. The NFC East is by far the worst division in the league. By far. It's not even close. I can't even think of another division that has maybe the NFC North. That's about it. No, I mean, the NFC East is the worst division yeah. in football, and that's not an argument. Actually, no, to be honest with you, I'd probably argue that the NFC South would give you a run for your money. Um, Tom Brady's with there. With the Falcons, Panthers. Only Tom Brady's. That's why Tom Brady's Yeah, but you got to think that it, it, because we're that, talking because that division is such In terms of right overall, now. like – depth of the division like at least the tampa bay is going to be considered to go to the super bowl all right you know what let's just let's just let's just get into it let's get into the last segment this is going to be a story that is going to dominate the next couple days or so tom brady making it official with this tweet these past two months i've realized my place is still on the field and not in the stands that time will come but it's not now. I love my teammates and I love my supportive family. They make it all possible. I'm coming back for my 23rd season in Tampa. Unfinished business. Let's go. PC style. Um, <laughs> the last segment is called Fake Ass Retirements. Um, and I've written down right here that Tom Brady is a little bitch. Uh, 39 days retired. Um, number one question, does he get a divorce in the next year? I think yes, for sure. I think his family just hates him. Um, and asked him to go back because they didn't want to spend time with him because they realized how annoying he was. Um, no, but the buck, like the only reason he came back was because he looked at his division and saw that Sam Darnold is the starting quarterback for the Panthers, unless they draft mm -hmm. someone. Jameis Winston is the starting quarterback for the Saints, which I love Jameis, but Jameis Winston without Sean Payton is on the Saints. 
And then you have who's the last one that I was the Falcons. Just about. They have no quarterback, um, right? Or oh, they have Marcus Mariota. The Falcons with Marcus Mariota at quarterback, who probably have like eighty million dollars of dead cap mm-hmm. this year. The Bucks are the only team. I don't even think the Bucks are that good. I just think that the fact that Tom Brady is playing those three abominations, all teams that are rebuilding, it's literally just the it's literally just the AFC East part two yeah, for him. That makes sense. And it I guess the only thing that I would say in terms of like NFC East being a worse division is that I think the Bucks just having Tom Brady gives you the opportunity to go multiple games into the playoffs where I don't think I think if any of the whatever team that comes out of the NFC East as it stands right now I don't think they have a shot at winning a playoff game. I I don't think the, I genuinely don't think the Bucks have a shot at winning the playoff I, game. I think with Tom Brady you can't count him out. He's he's done more with with not maybe not worse but he's done he's definitely done a lot with very similar situations this, to what This he's man was just runner up for MVP so it's not like he's getting you know He's not washed. No, he he's fell off the cliff. I'll say it. I, he's I, he's gonna I, make you eat if, your words. I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm talking no, to Kyle. Like, <laughs> this is like, no, every single time it's like this year too. Everyone was like, "Oh, he's definitely gonna win this play. Like he's gonna win this playoff game." It's like there's at some point he has to lose it, and he lost. Like he lost it. Like the Bucks lost a lot of pieces. They couldn't put it all together. They were holding. It was held together with duct tape in the first place. And sure, they got Leonard Fournette back. Like sure, great, but I don't know, man. I I do not have any faith in the Bucks. I think they were overrated last year, and I think they're going to be even more overrated this year. And they're going to go. They're going to do great because they have three teams in their division that are so that's six wins off yep. the rip. Um, I I I think that they're they're going to make the playoffs just because of the division they're in. Um, but I think long term wise, I think. I think that they could, they'll at the least Bucks go to the divisional round. The first round. I think they'll. I think they'll. It. And again, they might not even. Uh, we don't get two buys anymore, right? Only the top team gets a buy. Only one buy. So. Yeah. To that point, they have six wins off the bat already. They're gonna be a higher seed than whatever team comes out of the NFC East for sure. So that puts them at a three seed at the lowest, which means they get matched up with what the fifth seed. In the conference, so yeah. depending on obviously who that is, but the NFC is just weak in general. The NFC is so much. It's easier, just weak, yeah, which is like if they if he was in the AFC, that's the only reason. If he you came were back. to swap his division with the AFC South, I would say that he has a lot to worry about because that wild card game as a three seed could be the Chargers, the Broncos, or the Chiefs. But yeah, I mean, like just looking at it real quick, I think the Packers are better than the Bucks. I, I don't. think the Cowboys I, are better I'll, than the Bucks. I will Bucks. say they are. I think the Cardinals are better than the Bucks. I think the Rams are better than the Bucks, and I think the San Francisco 49ers are better than the Bucks. I don't think that the Cowboys or the – actually, no, I'll, I'll, the Cowboys definitely are because of the pieces on defense too. I don't think that the Packers are better than the Bucks right now. Not after losing Devontae I, I think Adams. people so – I think the same reason that you, you just looked at me like I was a, a, an idiot – for saying that Tom Brady is washed and that Tom Brady won't single-handedly bring the Bucks to the playoffs, who he, Tom Brady was runner-up MVP this year. Who won MVP? Aaron Rodgers with Devontae Adams. Aaron Rodgers is ridiculous. What's Aaron Rodgers' record without Devontae? I don't know. I'll have to look that. Up. Do you know off the top of your Six head? Six and zero. Oh. 
that's six and zero. I don't think the Aaron Rodgers guy's any good. He's okay. <laughs> I don't know. I, I I know I'm I know I'm a bigger I'm a Aaron Rodgers fanboy, bigger Aaron Rodgers fanboy than most, but. I, I'm going to hammer the over of whatever the season total is for the Green Bay Packers because I think Aaron Rodgers is that much of a player. They're another I, team that I, has six wins, or let's say five wins if they split the series with the Vikings, which I think might happen. But they have five yeah. wins off the bat, easy. Like, yeah. there's no contest there. But I think when it comes to playoff time, Aaron Rodgers has proven time and time and again he can't get it done. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so I, I do think that the Packers are – I think the Packers are going to be much better than most, than most people. They might. They for. might finish number I'm, one in the NFC. They might. They. They yeah. might. But I don't. Them and the Rams are probably the only. Competition. I don't think that they're. Uh, they're not built for success right now. They need. They need. Uh, they need. Well, we still got a big are... draft coming up. Um, and if, if they take if they take an offensive weapon, um, in the draft, if they take a wide receiver early in the draft. I'll, I'll I will I'll I will push in my ticket Green Bay to the die Super Bowl. if they take a quarterback. That would be so fucking funny. The Packers. That would be so fucking funny. Um yeah, that would be hilarious. Um but no, I think that for sure I think they're gonna take I, I think they're gonna I think the Green Bay Packers are gonna be the best team in the NFC I, this year. I will disagree, but agree to disagree. Uh any comment any uh, last comments on uh, that little bitch, Tom? We're in that fake ass yeah, retirement. Honestly, I'm just like, I'm. Uh, it's very bittersweet because it's. He's been our. He was our guy for so long, and you know, I really thought that he was going to come back and come back to the Patriots. I honestly thought that that might have been an opportunity. But no those way. bridges are. Oh well, well, while we're talking about him, how about all the rumors about him trying to force a trade to Miami? Yeah, and a, like he, there was a report that came out today that like there have literally been no talks, but. Who knows what's oh. happening on, I read on some, the other side of that? Dude, if that I, happens, if that happens, I read something too where it was like, um, previously when he was a free agent in 2020 before he signed Tampa, that yeah, he was supposed to Miami, sign with, but it was with, like uh, it Dolphins. was like a partnership, it was like a ownership like deal. I think it's kind of yeah, well, with Tom, I mean, uh, with uh, that's what they do with Payne. Yes, yes, I'm saying like um, Payne had like like stock, like yes. like stock. Yeah, he had like options, like stock like, uh, considerations, like, somewhere, like, some shit like that. Like he was part, he was he had equity in the, the Broncos when they signed or some shit like that, some wild shit. Um, but yeah, so uh, that would be if if Tom Brady goes to the Miami Dolphins, the Dolphins are the number one team in the 100%. AFC. Absolutely. Have, Absolutely. Not even. That, I mean, that would Tom Brady with Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle. Like I'm not I'm not I'm on a train that talent Tom Brady isn't who he was. And dude, you could put a fucking stick and just put the ball on top of it and let that as quarterback. And that team would those I'm so excited to watch the Dolphins. So excited. So excited to watch the Dolphins. It's gonna be Dolphins. interesting. As a Patriots fan, I hate it, but yeah, and then last thing on the on Tom Brady is, does he properly thank Pat's fans the next time he retires? I feel like he had a good practice run, but he better fucking do a better job because I I that's probably why I'm so salty. I feel like he knew he was gonna he, come back. I feel like this was all just like prob- bargaining. Even or if he something. did, dude, like fucking give us a, a fake retirement thank you that we deserve. Like fuck, dude, fuck that. Uh, that pissed me off so much that he like didn't even like a, didn't even bat an eye that. Like, not one thank you. Like, sure, you said thank you when you left, but 
Your career is Patriots. Yeah. You spent you had a little honeymoon with the Buccaneers. Your career is the Patriots, dude. Don't thank Bucks fans. Bucks fans didn't do mm-hmm. shit for you. We did everything mm-hmm. for you. It's so, sad. That's all I have sad. to say about that. It's uh it's these Gen Zers, man. Yeah, what a bunch of idiots. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got nothing else um, on it. But yeah, so I mean that that's all I have written down. So I mean I think that's I think that brings us up to date. Uh, the next time we're gonna have to do this is gonna be draft. Um, I mean, we could also maybe just throw out an idea. Maybe we do it on. Yeah, draft I was night. just gonna say that. So like we get live, some live reactions. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's gonna take a lot of edit- a editing lot to, of to whittle that I down. Also, but, I also, I um, also have aren't, I'm not caught up on prospects. Yeah, I did it with you. Kind of really don't have to be. It's kind of you can kind of just go off whatever Mel Kiper saying yeah. at the time. Hey, if you if you go back and listen to Mel Kuyper, he's pretty freaking accurate with his uh breakdowns. No, he except Ryan Leaf and uh the fucking uh what's his face? Um the Raiders Russell. Demarcus quarterback, Russell. Demarcus Russell. Yeah. Uh so yeah. Um so I mean thank you guys for listening. I'm glad we're glad to be back. We had to re- take a little bit of the rust off. Uh, overall I think it went pretty smooth for our first time Absolutely. back. Absolutely. I think that it, this is a tough like one to come back to because it's there's so many things that you want to say about the implications of things without jumping to yep. the next trade or the next signing. Um, yeah. But yeah, this is fun. I mean, and Zach, welcome to the league, pal. Excited to be a part of it. You know, almost official. Uh, almost official, but you know, I got I got unofficially I got a brainstorm official. A league name, real quick, and or not yep. a league name, but. A team name. It, it, you better not do anything to do with strippers or James Harden. That's fine. That that can be that can be arranged. Okay. Anything other anything other than that, just I'm just don't okay let with. us down. Right. Don't, Kyle don't make Batty's us look bad. Fans. <laughs> Absolutely. Um. Yeah. So thank you guys for listening, and I love you guys. Peace. I love you.